a Voice of St. Louis original podcast. Welcome into the STL All Local Podcast. I'm Michael Calhoun with the latest from the KMOX Newsroom. Our top local story on this Wednesday, June 14th, a bill to raise the pay of prosecutors and staff in the circuit attorney's office by 10% or more was approved by the Board of Aldermen's Budget Committee. Circuit Attorney Gabe Gore expressed gratitude to the members. This kind of was one of the many things that landed in our lap when we took over on uh, on May 30th, and um, your cooperation in working with us on this has been essential, and we're very grateful for it, so thank you. The pay increase would not expand the budget of the circuit attorney's office, but would be absorbed by various vacancies. The bill now heads to the full board of aldermen for approval. A KMOX follow-up. Problem properties in St. Louis City and what can be done with them. Legislation introduced in the Board of Aldermen that goes to committee next Tuesday. Sergeant Charles Wall says problem properties like OPOP on Locust have several units, but not everyone is a problem. But he says the troublesome units are being dealt with. We have problem property officers specifically assigned to the police department that work with the building divisions and the city councilor's office. But now this new legislation requires the city to maintain a list of violators and revoke permission of nuisance properties. Violators will be fined $500 per violation, and to receive short-term rental permits, neighbors must be notified, and this will also give the building commissioner authority to revoke permits. Maria Aquino, KMOX News. The second of four town hall meetings about the St. Louis County budget is held tonight at the DePere Lodge starting at 6.30. County Executive Sam Page told the council it's going to be a challenge dealing with a $41 million deficit. For the past several years, the county has seen expenses grow fast faster than revenues, healthy reserves, and a temporary infusion of federal relief funds during the pandemic helped us along the way. But we cannot rely on these types of life rafts to resolve our budget issues. There's a tool on the county website to help residents plan out what they think would be a good way to balance the budget, which begins in January. A group that promotes hiking and biking is pleased with the demise of a plan in St. Louis County that would have outlawed walking in the street. Charles Bryson with Trailnet says many times the street is safer than the sidewalk. People like to hike, people like to walk, people with uh, strollers. Um, even we had a person testify who was a runner who said, I have to look down when I run if I run on the sidewalks because I don't know when it's going to end or when it's going to be a divot. A Chesterfield student accused of hazing gets his trial date moved. A Mizzou student from Chesterfield charged with felony hazing will not stand trial next month as scheduled. Benjamin Paris had his trial moved to January 2024, according to the Columbia Daily Tribune. He's facing trial for the October 2021 incident at the now-defunct Phi Gamma Delta fraternity that left freshman pledge Danny Santulli permanently disabled. Eleven students were initially charged with four already pleading guilty and four other trials still to come. The reason Paris' day in court was moved has not been indicated. Sean Michael Lyle, KMOX News. Missouri Republican Senator Eric Schmidt is blasting this week's arraignment of former President Trump. This kind of prosecution is a, is a prosecution in search of a crime. And Senator Schmidt says the American people are starting to see a double standard of who gets prosecuted and who does not. You know, they see Hillary Clinton smashing cell phones and bleaching hard drives. Uh, They see Joe Biden with boxes of classified documents in his garage that Hunter Biden, who's compromised by Ukraine and China, has access to, yet this is the prosecution that they see. Schmidt says the case will drag on into the 2024 election, and he's predicting Trump will be the Republican nominee. 
Kevin Colleen, KMOX News. Democrat J.B. Pritzker, the governor of Illinois, says it looks to him like there is evidence that Donald Trump committed espionage. Everybody should be held accountable to the law. It doesn't matter what position you ever held. Uh, the fact is that the law is the law. If you broke the law, you ought to be held accountable. Pritzker says we'll have to wait to see what happens in the court case to find out if there is enough evidence to support a conviction. Scammers are turning more to text these days with fewer emails. According to Illinois Attorney General Kwame Raoul says text have links that appear to be from legitimate sources like banks. Even the companies that we are familiar with, uh, some of these scammers pretend to be those entities, and so you have to be very careful. These so-called smishing scams sometimes ask you to reply stop if you don't want to be contacted, but that just tells the scammer they have reached an active phone number, and they'll target you again for future scam attempts. The KMOX business desk, the fallout from a social media ad with a transgender activist, has finally cost Bud Light the top spot as America's best-selling beer. The latest in-store sales data from Nielsen IQ shows the new top-selling beer in America is an import, Modelo Especial from Mexico. It garners 8.4% of the U.S. beer market over the past two weeks, with Bud Light dropping to 7.4%. As we continue on KMOX, we've had some not just big business news, but some positive big business news for St. Louis. Financial analyst Julie Neiman is uh, with us on KMOX. And first up, Chesterfield-based Bungie wants to beef up to parity with ag giants Cargill and ADM with a major acquisition, Julie. That's right. They want to become one of the big three. But here's the big problem and why they're going to face some antitrust problems. There's already way too much concentration in the agricultural industry. And I mean from the dirt up. Uh, corporations are purchasing large amounts of grain uh, farmers, and those are a huge problem because you're basically controlling the price then. Food processing. Right now, there are companies like Cargill, Bungie, uh, and, of course, Archer Daniel Midland can control the hauling, the processing, uh, the delivery. Basically, they have complete control over where what's delivered and where and what the prices are going to be. One of the biggest costs that we saw in this recent round of price inflation was not due to the farmers, but was due to processing and transportation. What we're getting now is more uh, concentration in the industry and less competition. And there's only one way prices go, and that's up when that happens. So is it good for Bungie? You bet. That makes them a major competitor against the other two. Probably good for St. Louis as well, because, again, it becomes a, a much larger company, and we've got the prestige associated with that. But is it good for the consumer? Not likely, because concentration always results in higher prices. So I would expect that we will have a really serious evaluation on the part of the Department of Justice on the concentration issue. So don't rush to the bank yet. When it comes to those operations, having a headquarters like this, I believe this puts Bungie on par with uh, Centene. Centene Express Scripts, uh, two largest companies that we've had based in St. Louis. What does it mean to have the headquarters, the end-all, be-all for the company, um, based in the St. Louis area, as opposed to a divisional or a branch office? Well, you have to go back to the thrilling days of yesteryear when St. Louis was the major a home for many corporations. Uh, we had a huge number of cor Fortune 500 companies based right here in St. Louis. One by one, they merged, they were bought out, and that was the end of it. Uh, we had a case of where General Dynamics was here briefly, and uh, that's uh, they were basically moved back to Washington, D.C. to be along with all the other Beltway bandits. Uh, McDonnell Douglas, of course, merged with Boeing, and they moved on out. 
but so it was mergers and acquisitions. So now we have two fairly sizable companies uh, in the S&P 500, and this certainly does help, but it certainly is nothing like it used to be. What will probably be achieved, though, because Monkey is known for their cost-cutting, uh, that you will see some con- consolidation, but um, uh, in all likelihood, it's going to benefit the St. Louis area, uh, not the other areas. In fact, there's a strong probability that Bungie would shut down three uh, sunflower oil processing plants in the Ukraine if they bought the company right now. So they will be doing a lot of com- combined combinations. Now, when it comes to uh, longtime St. Louis stalwart companies, there is Emerson, which has uh, just decided to stay not only in the St. Louis area, but move from their longtime campus in Ferguson, which is now occupied by a spinoff company, a climate technologies firm called Copeland. Emerson has decided to go to downtown Clayton. Is this a turnaround in the trend that we've seen of companies saying we'd prefer to be on a sheltered campus with a lot of roads and parking lots uh, and a move back toward towers in the core? Well, it wasn't exactly sheltered. They were having problems, security problems, uh, in their campus location. So that was a major factor. Uh, Employees were not comfortable being around there, and it was very difficult to attract people back into St. Louis area. So if you're going to be hiring, you want to have an attractive place with a high degree of security. Uh, And right now, a a Class A, uh, uh, excuse me, right now, Class A, properties are probably the most attractive area in Clayton. We have a lot of them being built up there, and they're available at semi-reasonable rents. So that's where Emerson is going. It's a prestigious address. Uh, It'll be easier to recruit people. Uh, They will do some uh, consolidation of operations, and it certainly will get rid of a lot of heavy maintenance and security that they have to have right now. And as we wrap up with financial analyst Julie Neiman, uh, some consumer news. Meyer, which St. Louisans probably aren't even familiar with because its first store has not opened. It's planned for Glen Carbon. Now they're planning a second store in the Metro East in the O'Fallon area. This is a chain that's uh, similar to Walmart Target. They sell both food and general merchandise, but it's private family owned. Well, they're taking on uh, probably the, the biggest ones that happen to be around. The two biggest grocery chains are Kroger and Walmart. And it's extremely difficult to compete with them on a price basis. Uh, But if they keep it as a family one and concentrate in specific areas uh, that are attractive to the areas in which they're located, they should manage to thrive, especially if they don't have a Walmart or a Kroger in that area. Smith Moore, Executive Vice President, Julie Neiman, thank you so much, as always, for your insight. You bet. Subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Just search for STL, all local.